August 14, 2023. It's what for Pedro's show.
Watch for Pedro's show. Happy Monday. Started off John Coltrane. A lot of excerpts from this show. November 22, 1962. This is every time we say goodbye. A little peace. And then Cinema Cinema. Info Ghetto. Because of those software engineers of Stony with their Skype invention. I got with me. Evan Paul. Cinema Cinema. Welcome aboard, gentlemen. Hey, Watt. Thanks for having us. Absolute, absolute. So, tell me about this new fucking record. <laughs> it's uh, it's pretty crazy. We got a guest with us. We got a wild man, a percussion uh, maven, a uh, instrumental um, noodling wacko, a beautiful soul named Thor Harris. Oh, uh, Austin, Texas. Yes, sir. You know him, and you must know him well. I got to jam well, with him. He really? Came, he came, I shit thee not, brother F. He came to Pedro, and we jammed for like three fucking hours. I guess he's got these prods, like kind of reggae thing, you know? And he wanted just a <laughs> tune, and we got three. He got a whole album out of that shit. We just jammed. He's beautiful spirit. Beautiful cat. Okay, okay, hey, go on. I didn't mean to interrupt. No, you, you told part of the story. He's a beautiful spirit. He's a beautiful cat. And he came our way through Brooklyn, New York, and... We had spoken to our good friend Martin Bisi, a producer oh, yes, over yes, here. Oh, yes, yes, yes. You know Martin, too. D- dude, I was at the BC thing, you know, when it was, he didn't have a booth. He was in the room with the band when Sonic Youth did the uh, Evil album. I know exactly what you're talking about. It's wild. That's the BC we speak of, Brother Watt. So uh, Thor was coming to Brooklyn. We called our good friend BC, and we asked him to get an afternoon free in that amazing studio bc studio that you were in back in that sonic youth day and that we've been in a whole bunch over the last decade luckily as we've become a compadre of martin and uh we convened without a plan other than let's play and see if we if we get something out of it and we wound up getting an album out of it like you said so it's a magical occurrence and was it just you and paul and martin and oh and and four yeah so okay it was a four for Okay. Yeah. And like, like who went first? Well, Thor came on down with his arms swinging, no instruments. He said, "You know what? We're gonna put together whatever Martin has laying around Work and whatever Paul has laying around." Because Paul, cousin Paul, who hasn't spoke up yet, but he's the drummer, and yeah. Thor primarily plays drums, although he played some synths on this too. So Thor came rolling into town because he was doing a session with some other people. Didn't have anything on him. Martin, who produced it, and my cousin Paul, who's on with us, cobbled together a little cocktail kit. Martin grabbed a a synthesizer from 1989 out of a closet. We ran a bunch of wires. Thor set himself up with a a sweet little uh, sweet spot to, to compose from. And Paul, myself, and Thor just went for it. We played all afternoon. And uh, after the fact, we harvested all that material with Martin. We kind of uh, cut through it, and we found the good stuff, and then we we honed that down into what became the album. So it was all of us blowing together, going together, and following the love, uh, like an improv songwriting session. It was, it was pretty magical, something that we're really proud of. Now, I played Info Ghetto. That wasn't the first baby, right? Or was it? Info Ghetto was at the beginning of the first jam. Okay. It okay. was. Well... I want to play another jam, This Dream. All right. 
alternate world, alternate age, alternate life.
I'll tell you what, Taco Bell was not judging me for not being Mexican enough, and I was not judging Taco Bell for not being Mexican enough. We had an understanding. God damn it.
times one I feel like I'm staring straight into the sun I can't tell I might be dead Well, I'm pretty sure it's all in my head What am I without any sin? Don't want to fight Cause I don't want to sont là. Il n'en manque aucune. Le naufrage de la politique. L'arrogance des puissants. Le règne du faux. La vulgarité des riches. Les cataclysmes de l'industrie. La misère galopante. L'exploitation nue. L'apocalypse écologique. Toutes les raisons sont réunies. Mais ce ne sont pas les raisons qui font les révolutions. 
ce sont les corps. Et les corps sont devant des écrans.
For Pedro Show, that chunk of music start off cinema, cinema doing this dream, part of that dream. Fucking Thor, Martin, Paul, F dream. <laughs> we had Gullum in the Red Planet after that. Gullums of the Red Planet, I should say, out of uh, Kent, Ohio, brand new. Rich, uh, Brett H. Hart out of North Carolina with Harmony. Tobin Sprout, bad scenes. Maybe that's Ohio, or maybe that's fucking Michigan. What is geography? Cup. Now, I know that's Manhattan because that's Nels Klein and Yukon. Their little project. Collab. Sun Lux, brand new. It's a collab, speaking of which, that's what his new album is. And Kishibashi is this one. Alternate World, Alternate Life. Manzinga, Ann Arbor. Live, June 4, 2023. Tunes called Thorium Orbiter. Shout out to Chris Box there. Great basement. Doug Wimbish, talking about basement. Great cat out of Connecticut. Gangster. Hundred Flowers, big influence on Minutemen when they are called urinals. You know, they changed their name to Hundred Flowers to get more gigs. Didn't work. They went back to urinals. And this is the fucking eponymous, right? Hundred Flowers, the name of the two. MSSV, this is a tour. What's going to shove off in three weeks? The MSSV crew. Human Reaction, name of the tune, also the name of the album. That will be torn. The Drift Institute after that. Percent. She's singing in French. So maybe uh, European connect. And then finally, Cinema Cinema. Walk into the ocean. So I'm assuming like titles came way after the fact. 
actually a good handful of vocals I spit out right in the room when we're improv and music. Uh, it was a wild experience. I haven't done that much before. Um, so some of the stuff like, like walking to the ocean, for instance, that vocal that's on the, uh, that's on the, the spit take Mike in the room with us. Martin had to do his best to, you know, take that, uh, take, take that vocal and make it usable. Cause it's on that, like, you know, just lead guide vocal mic. some old, it was like, it wasn't one of his good vocal mics, but yeah, walking to the ocean. That was one that had a title coming right out of the jam. Cause the vocals just popped out of my mouth. Uh, just like another instrument improving, it was pretty wild. A couple of the songs came out with vocals attached. Why it was wild? Well, I was talking title, but yeah, I understand. Since the fucking jams, right? The the rhythm, the instruments that was freestyling. Why not the words? But like the titles, you know, I always ask people when they when they because like Watt has to start with titles to write songs, but a lot of cats they put them on the end. So I assumed, which is very dangerous. My pop said that spelling wasn't an accident, right? You make an ass out of you and me. Thought that was pure magic. Okay, enlighten us to fucking this dream and uh, Info Ghetto. Well, this dream and Info Ghetto are two of the uh, more ethereal kind of uh, mellow vibing, dark, uh, dark-tinged movements on the record. Uh, they're really informed by uh, our direction being swerved up by Thor. Uh, not only did Thor play percussion, but he also did a bunch of synth stuff. Uh, we've done collaborations before Thor with a horn player, um, and, and uh, we've had a real good time with that. But whenever we do a collaboration, we, my cousin and I, we have to find the space to make for that in person to have their voice. So it was kind of interesting because Thor became this two-headed monster where he was drumming. And that opened up a new thing for Paul for the first time to double drum in the studio. But also he was turning around and doing some synth stuff, which was negotiating my choices a little differently, making me maybe move some guitar out of the way so the synth could speak. So these two songs, uh, Info Ghetto and This Dream, I think were a little informed by Thor uh, kind of uh, leading, the, uh, leading the ship in a different direction. Right. And you're bitching enough to let the manhole sway as guest. You know, a lot of people let the ego get out of the way and it crumples the fucking creative, right? What about Cousin Paul? Was he on fucking Trap Kit? Oh, I was <laughs> I was on my full normal kit lot. Um, I, I did like, you know, full, full uh, per, you know, percussive kit that I have usually have set up. And I kind of had some extra pieces that I lent to Thor. So uh, it was really fun to uh, I had never played with another drummer before like that. Uh, so it was really cool to kind of listen and, and react to what another drummer was doing. And it really helped me kind of change my playing. And, and it was a really interesting way to uh, to approach drumming. You know, I had never done that before. So it was, it was definitely cool. But, yeah, I had my normal setup and I kind of gave some extra stuff to Thor. And he kind of cobbled together a little trap kit from what was in the studio and kind of stuff that I gave him. And what I gather is maybe these tunes started with rel- rhythm element before other like synth guitar word spiel got involved? Yeah, I would say that that's definitely accurate. I mean, a lot of times, I mean, we, we you know, it's every kind of, basically what, what happened was we did three like 30 minute jams and we kind of took a break in between and assessed like what we had and, um, you know, what we had done and kind of went up and listened and 
we're getting excited and then we would go back down and do another 30 minutes or so until you know the, the piece kind of ended so yeah we just kind of start with maybe ev doing something on guitar or maybe uh you know thor would introduce kind of a synth thing and um yeah just kind of like listening to each other and then we could kind of you know follow each other down the path throughout that whole kind of Okay, so it wasn't always drums for the guitar and synth too. Look, we're at the end of the first hour, August 14, 2023. Special guest, Evan Paul of Cinema Cinema. Hold tight for hour two. August 14, 2023. It's the second hour of the Watt from Pedro Show.
refuge in the open where it stinks You think you've seen him, then he's gone in a blink But once them still eyes hit their target Don't trust nothing, no one and don't go believe in anything that you think It's say I'm halfway through and I don't know what I'm doing But I ain't feeling much of nothing at all But it's my first time too, if that's a valid excuse I'm gonna wait here for the engines to stall I've seen the tracks of some giant of smoke Some fire fused like hot sand in a bottleneck Does all our beauty lie in being dead and gone? Or is all history made of chickens and they run at sticks? I've seen the specter of a friggin' on a dry rock face A stone axe held together with an old boot lace Anything betraying a drift a dead head way You can shake it but it won't let go All that's a make it live like girls and keep their mind put Digging music made by millionaires for car adverts Save the whales, invade rock and have a hamburger I can't distinguish between the nightmare and choke I was in Tokyo once without any cash And caught a kumi sang, I caught a pink of siren gas I took a trip to Nagasaki in a rented Mitsubishi Then went camping in the Jukai Bullet, no. 
was working night shift when he got there. The first time I seen a coma on the ward. Well, the sister said he won't be needing TV now. He probably won't be needing nothing at all. He was in Tokyo for a while until he stabilized. They flew him back here and the story unfolded. They found him frozen in a hollow in Ashigahara forest where that Harakiri widow's gone. Later and was wheeled away I blame his morbid fascination for it all Man, his doubtless, groundless faith in this outdoorsmanship He didn't kill himself, he didn't have the balls Yeah, but hope dies last in a hospital But has a habit of doing it next to you Why you shit kick round with your eyes to the ground Like a bower but appropriate And it's in the colour blue
Watt for Pedro show start off second hour. Cinema, cinema. War on you. And born shitsters out of Fukuoka, Japan. All guys you know. Dog shit Miller. Y'all, yaller, I guess. A little local slang, North Carolina. Uh, Texas brunch. Yeah. Good stuff. Carnage Asada, brand new here, SoCal's. Brother Steve Reed on the base. September. <laughs> September. September. Espanol, right? Gareth Littered after that. Strange Tourist. Lamprodanto. Featuring Mark Stewart, the late great Mark Stewart. We lost him in April. Singer of the pop group. Incredible force. Doug Wimish uh, did bass in the mafia for him. Waste bonus beats. And finally, Cinema Cinema. Us North. Okay. Tip us to the War on You and Us North. Please. Well, War on You is uh <clears throat> War on You is a, a, a pretty wild rave up double drum led number from, from the new record Mjolnir that uh that gets a little insane. Um that was one that as Paul had mentioned before, we did these uh three thirty minute jam sessions um and kind of assessed what we had in between. They were punctuated with these um, really loving hugs at the end. It was really a, a beautiful experience, beautiful experience. But to get to the point, towards the end of the first jam session, we felt like we had, you know, we had gone on a bit of a journey. It felt like we were starting to crash land. Uh, and Thor suddenly turned around and jumped on hi-hat, um, kicking like a 16th note kind of beat. Uh, and we were, we were just a little exhausted at that moment, but immediately Paul's ears perked up. And then uh, my senses to Paul's ears uh, were lit and we were on to the next movement. And we kind of went from 60 down to zero, back up to 60, uh, and drove the end of the jam off into what became War on You, which is this kind of stomp that keeps on coming at you, um, not stopping. Uh, it was one of the first ones we, we, we put out for people to check out because we felt like it was pretty strong. And that's got a lot of double drumming on it. To jump over to that us north as you said actually uh that one is that one isn't a part of the new album and uh it's actually us north which uh sorry if we labeled that funky that's one of our uh that's a deep cut that's a deep cut uh, even bands like us who are only around for 15 years we, we even us we have little b-sides and deep cuts we got asked in 2018 by a, a real good friend of ours beautiful friend to have made on on the journey a gentleman named don z and tara uh He's a recordist, producer, engineer, however you'd like to use the term, from the D.C. area. He's run Inner Ear uh, Studio in Arlington, Virginia, for um, the last 35-plus years. All the Discord stuff was done there. Yep. Uh, Don's, a, Don's a beautiful, beautiful soul. Uh, Don, we made our second record with Don um, on this amazing whim of sending him a demo of these songs that we loved and telling him how we read the liner notes to a Fugazi album and learned his name there, and we really look up to him. And he got back to us. He broke down the gate. We thought they were gatekeepers, but he, he broke down the gate. And that was back when we first started the band, a long time ago. So we recorded with Don in Inner Ear. He let us sleep in the kitchen. We lived there for a week. It was a beautiful experience. We made an EP and an album with him, and that led to this really great familial-like friendship we have with him. So in 2018, years after recording with him, he was helping Crooked Beat Records, this record store in D.C., put together their record store day uh, release. And the whole uh, crux of the biscuit, the, the, the topic was Joe Strummer and um, 
basically songs that Joe Strummer um, wrote or co-wrote as the Clash had like disbanded, but were potentially maybe rebanding. Uh, I know he had reached out to Mick Jones, I think, not that this is a Clash podcast, but the point is, I think uh, he was trying to um, get things going as Mick Jones had moved on with uh, Big Audio Dynamite. Here we are. Crooked Beat Records was putting out a record of that stuff for Arrow Record Store Day, and they assigned us a song. They sent us this uh, bootleg of a Joe Strummer song called U.S. North that was uh, very very much not in our wheelhouse, uh, very much uh, kind of like this uh, major key synth up-tempo-y kind of pop-ish song. Uh, that had Mick Jones on vocal, actually. It was a co-write of the two of them that was never used. So U.S. North that you just played is our take on that song, uh, and it was released as a part of uh, Record Store Day 2018 uh, vinyl. Okay, I'll correct the fucking title. Ambiguous, you know, there was no... Uh, if you would have put periods there, I would have... Uh, brief for United States, I understand. Uh, bomb Plot, I'm going to play it. Let's do it. 
his feet. Don't go drawing back the blind or looking in the street. Those who ask no questions, they're not told a lie. Watch the wall, my darling, while the gentlemen go by.
go. Watch the wall, my darling, while the gentlemen go. Watch the wall, my darling, while the gentlemen go by. Man is born free, and everywhere.
wasn't a doubt that the nose was broken. The blood flowed down my face, to my neck, to my chest. Everything rushed straight to my head. Felt like I was going blind. Didn't want to go to the hospital. It was the blood that did the talking. It was the blood that did the talking. It was the blood that did the talking.
Lot for Pedro so, Show. That chunk of music start off with Cinema Cinema. And it's with Mark BC people, but it ain't from the new album, Bob Plot. Then we had Spine.im featuring Lorem doing Pure Fence Post Preparation. This is uh, Roman numerals here. 77. Predation Roman numeral 1. Yeah, that's a time. Benedict Edwards after that, a smuggler song. Uh, Page Burner from Ray Shin out of Tahoe. And finally, no, Reno. Yeah, they're close, right? Different states, so border towns. Huh? Cinema Cinema with Riverhead. Was Riverhead part of the new album? Yes, sir. Okay. <laughs> Not always wrong. <laughs> and lightness. First bomb plot. It's an older thing with Martin, but yeah, I'll, I'll do I'll do up the, the bomb plot with uh, with tying in how we know Martin. That's bomb plot is from a 2017 record of ours called Man Bites Dog, um, and that was the second album that we worked on with Martin. Uh, Martin is this uh, fantastic uh, music maven, noise rock producer, uh, brilliant genius wizard in his forest of BC studio here in Brooklyn. He's been doing it here for 40 plus years. Everybody's been there, even our uh, amazing host, Watt. He's been there. Everybody's been through Martin's doors. Uh, back in 2012, there was a hurricane that destroyed a big portion of Brooklyn. Paul and I have been Brooklynites our whole life. Hurricanes aren't the norm. Uh, we were kind of shocked and side-swiped by it. Our practice space down in the Gowanus area of Brooklyn got destroyed by Hurricane Sandy around Halloween of 2012. We got a phone call to come down and check out the, the ruins we did so. That day we were checking out the ruins. We looked up and we saw this diminutive gentleman with long hair and all bundled up, walking down the streets, kind of casing the uh, casing the place. And I noticed him because I'm a crazy music fan and I knew, I knew what BC looked like. We called him over to uh, to our situation. We said, hey, Martin, come on over. He, he thought, who the hell are you? But it was a fast friendship was born. Uh, and BC kind of led us uh, under his wing, into his world as a part of his axis Right around then, uh, we started to work with him from there forward. Uh, he looked out for us. He let us use his studio a bit. We wound up playing lots of shows with Martin on the road. He took us to Europe and introduced us to a lot of people. We've done uh, now th this this one, the new album that we didn't, we're not talking about right now, but that's with Martin. But like uh, this, uh, th this, this relationship with Martin has been uh, huge. And to be honest with you, the new album probably wouldn't have happened if our relationship with Martin wasn't as... Um, close as it is, because Martin knew that we had a random period of time with Thor would be available, and Martin made himself available in the studio available. Um, and the synergy that happened, because Thor had worked with Martin before on the new album, it's just a fortunate thing for us to have Martin um, in our life. That's Martin B.C. He's the man. Much love to Martin B.C. Yeah, totally. And uh, speaking of water, Riverhead. I get a, I'll jump in on that one because uh, it's actually it's actually an interesting song because it's it's I guess it's the closest thing maybe we have as a band to a, like a ballad I don't know I mean it's got kind of a, um, a um, like a chordal kind of progression that Thor does in the beginning that's kind of like sounds like an organ and that was like a new sound that I don't think we ever had on a cinema song before so um, it really uh, took us in a totally different direction and and the way that the song kind of developed from the you know the jamming that we did really started with kind of thor changing the script on us and 
using that sound, that kind of organy sound that we never really used. And it kind of opened up our minds. And, you know, it's weird when you're when you're when you're doing improv, right? You, you kind of reacting to sounds and it, you know, kind of organically in your brain and kind of opens up your mind to maybe other music you had heard that associates to that sound or use that sound too. And it dictates kind of where you go in the song. So, um, yeah, I think that's one of our more unique songs that the band has ever put out, you know. Cousin Paul, I think you're on to something there. You're right about improvisation. You have to really kind of get sensitive and open up and not use the, you know, standard quote-unquote cues that you usually do with scripted stuff. Uh, but uh, speaking of rivers, East River people is an estuary. <laughs> it means it's part of the ocean. But they call it the East River. I took my mom on the Circle Line cruise ashore. Look, Manhattan's actually an island, Ma. It was a couple of days... I spent with her in New York City on the way to some Stooges touring. And I'm sure glad I did that trip with her. Well, we're at the end of the second hour, August 14, 2023 edition. Wap Peter, so special guest, Ev Paul, Cinema Cinema. Hang tight for hour three. August 14, 2023, third hour of the Wap Pedro show.
Thank you.
Off for Pedro Show. Start off third hour, Cinema Cinema, doing a song from their new album, The Vision of the Future. Bomb is pregnant after that, D.C. area. These cats have recorded five, 6,000 songs and played maybe five, six gigs in like 40-something years. Infinite River after that, number three, Summer Session. Uh, Damon Smith, a stand-up bass man, just uh, got done with a tour with uh, Joe Bison. Pandelis Karajorgis doing Ravine. And finally, Cinema Cinema. Run until you're out. Please enlighten uh, your host to the contents of Run Until You're Out in my vision of the future. All right. I'll jump in for Run Until You're Out, and then I'll let Paul handle my vision of the future. Uh, yeah, Run Until You're Out is another one from that album that Bomb Plot was on, from that 2017 record. So it's another example of us uh, working with Martin. Uh, that was one where... We had worked with Martin on the album before, and we went into that album before really, really, really prepared, really scripted. Uh, and then Martin said, you know, if you guys want to come back and work with me again, I'd love to. Maybe next time be a little less prepared so uh, we could leave some more room for magic in the studio. And um, as Paul and I were getting material together for that Man Bites Dog record, uh, at the very last second, we kind of felt like we needed one more song. And Run Until You're Out just kind of appeared. It was a half of the deal we hadn't used in the past, but a new, a new riff jumped onto it. And we had just enough time to get a quick arrangement of it and pop into the studio with it. And it was one of the ones that kind of really stood out in a way that Martin got in there and helped us restructure a certain part and helped us have a different idea about a, a second section inside it uh, that uh, really helped us to achieve some cool stuff. Uh, and also the lyric... Um, Paul and I, cause Paul and, and I were family. So we share, uh, we share some lineage. We share a, a grandfather on my mom's side, Paul's dad's side, my mom and Paul's dad, a, a brother and sister, uh, their father, our grandfather, Sam, uh, he played baseball. He played in the minors, uh, came real close to the majors. He was too short. Uh, he was five, five, and he was just at that you know, last kind of like cutoff where they were looking for people five, six and up. But he played for years uh, in the minor league system with the Dodgers. He played against Whitey Ford at Ebbets Field and the Polo Grounds, many claims to fame. But he always told this story about uh, trying to score from first base on a bunt, a bunch of uh, he was on first and a bunt and a bunch of errors were made. And um, ultimately he was thrown out at the plate, but his attitude was run until you're out. Uh, and I think we kind of, you know, adopted that a little bit. And uh, our, our kind of like drive to do our art, you know, we're just going to keep on going and going and going because it's what we do. You know, uh, if they eventually tag us out, we'll see. We'll argue the call. But um, that's a little run until you're out spiel. I'm going to let Paul talk about my vision. Of the yeah, future to, to run with that fucking metaphor, like swing for the fence. Yeah. Okay. Let the freak flag fly. That's another tangle. But I, I get what you mean, Brother F. Cousin Paul cool. Brink. Yeah, actually, swinging for the fences, I think, is what we did on our new album, Mjolnir. I think that makes a lot of sense. We really just went in and like tried to just put our best foot forward and, and just say yes to every idea musically that we possibly could. And my vision of the future is uh, one of the fruits of that, right? I think it's probably my favorite song on the record. It's one of my favorite songs I think we've ever 
released. Um, I'm really proud of it. I'm really proud of the the drums on it. It really goes into a really cool, um, you know, where we got musically by the end of the song. uh, It's got a lot of dynamics, but by the end, it gets into this kind of like shuffly rap kind of thing. Not really rap, but like kind of preachy uh, sing, you know, uh, words, spoken word kind of thing that Ev does. And, you know, obviously Ev's um, amazing vocals on that. No, track that, is... that makes sense. Cause when I was a boy, rap meant just to talk. There was a local show on the TV here. SoCal, when I just came from Virginia and it was just called let's rap. And it was about people just talking. Yeah. Yeah. yeah sh- shooting from the hip. That's kind of yeah. what Ev does at the end of this. I mean, all these vocals on, on that song specifically are kind of, uh, improv and made up on the spot stream of consciousness and yeah. uh it's it's really awesome to, to listen to okay I, you got zero sum you gave me i'm gonna play
Excuse me, uh, is this that voiceless wilderness that guy was talking about? Uh, it sounded really good. I'm looking for that voiceless wilderness. Do you know the way? Uh, voiceless wilderness? Nah, nah, that shit don't exist. Cause I keep hearing voices talking. for Pedro Show, last music for this edition. Start off with Cinema Cinema, that chunk. Zero Sum. After that, live television. Great New York City band. Now, this is the version with Richard Hell, 1975, January 17th. Marky Moon. Finally, Cinema Cinema. Voiceless Idaho. Yes. And uh, since you just spoke, Cousin Paul, you bring Brother F on the fucking Zero Sum. Yeah, zero sum. You know that was one of the uh, one of the only songs that we had a bit of a remnant of an idea of that one before we came in. That is from the new album with Thor. Thor Harris, our collaborator, Martin BC, the producer, the magical Martin, Paul, and myself, and Thor going at it without any plan, improv songwriting. About two weeks before we went and cut this, Paul and I were at the practice space. We confirmed the date with Martin. We knew Brother Thor was coming. We didn't know what to do. We didn't want to put limitations on it by making a whole plan because that doesn't really work. Plans usually go out the window once you plug in and the energy takes over. But we try to maybe, maybe have a go-to riff in the bag just in case we hit a point in the improv jam where we were at an impasse and uh, there wasn't quite a sign or there was no uh, certain drift in the breeze to make ourselves turn a certain way. We wanted to have maybe something that we both felt we trusted in the bag to pull out. Zero Sum was about the only uh, idea and just a rough sketch of what it became that uh, we dragged along with us into the session. And we said, you know what, if we hit that point where we need something, maybe we go in this direction. Now, what we had prepared uh, and what we played in the studio, the energy changed. Zero Sum, when it was prepared was this really fast, you know, like um, kind of like 
quadruple the time that it turned out to be, uh, you know, kind of riff. It was really like a mow you down. Don't know how well that came out through Skype, but bear with me. The point is, when we were in the room with Thor, as we had kind of gotten to that point where we needed that next foothold, that next step on the, the trail up the mountain, I drifted into that. It sounded familiar to Paul, but the, the tempo was entirely different. And the, the change of the tempo, the slowing of the tempo, gave it so much more gravity. Uh, it really grew into like one of the standouts uh, where we kind of really let loose. So Zero Sum is one that we love. It's pretty wacko. And uh, I'll get out of the way for Cousin Paul to spit now. Bring Cousin Paul. Voiceless Idaho. It's funny that you put both these songs together, Mr. Watt, because I feel like um, they're kind of complementary in a lot of ways. I mean, uh, they're both the most beastly, longer kind of songs, expansive songs on the record. Zero Sum uh, ends the, the first, if you're listening on vinyl, ends the first half of the record. And Voices Idaho is the culmination. It's like the final piece of the record, so it ends the second half. So it's kind of interesting that you bookended uh, you know, with both those, we, we uh, songs, call those but... We call those the label huggers. <laughs> I never heard that one before. I'll, I'll tell I'll, you, I'll... in the famous label hugger, Cat, is Lee Ronaldo, right? The Lee song on a Sonic Youth album. It always hugs the first side label. Check it uh, out. Joni's song, all that shit. Yeah. Uh, but uh, actually, I put together the sequence in length, so that's why these two end up. And that's why the long-ass Marquee Moon went with it. I just thought it was a little trifecta there. It's beautiful. Where can people find this album on the internet? Well, we've been really pushing people towards our Bandcamp. Uh, okay, people. Cinemacinema.bandcamp.com Yeah, uh, you can get it there. We have, uh, we have you know, t-shirts and vinyl. There's a limited run of vinyl. Red, really beautiful vinyl with beautiful artwork that uh, Ev's wife, Lauren, created for this record. Oh, um, beautiful. Our what what about it? tour? Are you going to tour this album? Well, we're currently on tour. I guess we're on a never-ending tour. I mean, we're, we're, we just played uh, a couple of spots uh, last weekend. We played Connecticut, and we played uh, Pennsylvania, Philly. Uh, this weekend, we're actually going to be playing in Brooklyn, in our hometown. Now, and, now, do you play as a duet? Because Brother Thor probably ain't with you, right? Yeah. Typical, you know, us, we're, we're doing stuff that's not on this record at all. We're doing kind of more traditional, you know, cinema songs, but sure. uh, it's, just, it's just the duo we're, that we're touring well, with now. you know, I think it'd be totally appropriate that the stuff on the album lives on the album, then you could modify for, like, live presentation. Exactly. And, and you know, there's there's potential for a Thor reunion uh, tour uh, somewhere down the road. Whoa, so, uh, whoa, I would fucking go to that. I would get in the pit and start the shit. <laughs> with my triple ass, even with my fucking coho throwing crutches and shit. Uh, yeah, if you, uh, maybe a second album with Mark B.C. and Thor Harris. Wow, okay. Wouldn't say, wouldn't say no to that. Okay, sure. beautiful having you aboard. Let me know whatever you do, guys both do next. I want you back on the show, please, so we can play it and talk about it. We'd love that. Wow, oh, thank okay. you. Absolute. Thank you so much. Every time you're on, man, I get fucking inspired and I'm ready to write some tunes and record too. Okay, people, August 14, 2023, Dishwap Pedro. So keep your powder dry.